couldn't join us tonight so uh yes. he's he, his balls were especially hairy he had to he had to a, wax it's a it was a manscaping thing he needed to take care of so All right he's he's a hairy guy yeah that's so. yeah, true well anyway adam and i'm, I'm the rum guy so i'm always right. here and uh so we're gonna carry on without him we we had we we're trying to get a third person because it's always more fun when we can uh when it's not just two guys humiliating each other uh, right i thought that's right. not fun that's well, we always we it's it's usually good to have a third that way you know that's you know monkey in the middle kind of sort of speak you know you can I like I like having a third person because it means that I can really slack off and not be good at what I'm doing because I just depend <laughs> on you and Wayne to just carry it through and uh you know fly you know maybe not uh, hit it in the home home but uh, at least bunt and. Uh, <laughs> By the way, uh, uh, Squirrels uh, it, it tweets at you, uh, even though you don't have a Twitter address, to, to let you know that, yes, she is on your side, and you are funny, and you should <laughs> never, never listen to us. But, you know, I mean, she's not all I, there. I, I actually do and have a Twitter account. There's, there's a reason why she's my ex-girlfriend. No, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you, you do have a Twitter account. I do. I just haven't checked it in over a year. Oh, <laughs> Oh, there's probably thousands of, of messages of love from all your fans <laughs> sitting at that address. No one likes Wayne or myself, so I'm, I'm lucky to check Facebook half the time. Yeah, I hear you. Fuck Facebook. Um, so uh, I guess we, we'll just go ahead and get started. Uh, why, don't, why don't you go first? Give us something that doesn't involve dogs eating children, please. Oh, okay. Um, dogs not. Eating children. Uh, let's see what I got here. Um, all right, uh, Gerard Depardieu died. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what? I don't mind because uh, no, I, I shouldn't. I was gonna go with that's not that sad. I, you know, I'm, I'm not I, that familiar with the guy. I remember that movie Green Card, and I, I remember thinking he reminded me of. Uh, was it Sloth from from uh, Goonies? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Uh, no, he's just he's like a big weird French guy, and um, he was I, he did what movie made him did, famous? I can't remember. Well, Green Card made him famous, and the only other movie that I'm familiar with him from is 
my father the hero. Oh yeah, he wasn't something like that, wasn't he? Cyrano de Bergerac, which uh, was uh, the um, original play on uh, that that the movie Roxanne was taken from. Right, it was that same concept. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it actually a book before it was a play? I th- yeah, it might have been. Um, I believe it was a play as well, though. Uh, I'm most familiar with him, even though I never saw the movie. Uh, I'm most familiar with the fact that he he's somewhat responsible for the introduction of uh, Catherine Heigl into the film verse. Uh, he was in a movie called My Father the Hero just before she had uh, grown her large uh, mammalian breasts. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's I know I need to get laid. I just. Well, apparently, from what I when I gather from everything, he um, he had just got his license back. Uh, he was banned in France for the past six months for driving because he was uh, driving a uh, scooter uh, erratically and and like evil can evil through the streets of Paris. Um, I'm sorry, he, you need a license to drive a scooter in Paris? Uh, I guess certain ones you do, um, oh. but uh, he was completely hammered. And I guess this this was just uh, that the same thing. That seems to be an ongoing story. The last thing I ever heard about him was, uh, I believe it was last year, he was arrested on a plane for getting literally pissed drunk and just pulling out his cock and pissing uh, in the aisle. Well, it's it's kind of what you know we think of when we think of French people sometimes. P- pissing on a plane. <laughs> uh, no, we're, sorry, we're, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> When we, I, I'd say that. Uh, no, uh, when we think of the French, we think of them pissing on America. It's oh, like that's that. what it is. Yeah. yeah, that's why we have freedom fries, motherfucker. Woohoo! Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm occasionally a little crass whenever someone mentions that someone really old died, but uh, I mean, it's always sad when someone dies, though. Whether, sure, sure. You know, you know, with the exception of like. Like dictators and terrorists, sure. Uh, but uh, you know, um, how well, old was uh, he? Uh, you know what? I don't even know how old he was. I, I don't think he was as old as we think. I think he might have been early sixties. Well, that's not too bad. Uh, no, that's not too bad. But uh, I mean, he was in the good. middle of filming a movie. Um, he was uh, in Moscow filming a movie called Turquoise. That just sounds like a setup for a really shitty joke. <laughs> Gerard Depardieu was in Moscow filming a movie called Turquoise. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> oh wait, this just in. He's not dead. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. It's, it's just coming through now. Did you really just put that through, put me through that to, to, <laughs> to screw with me? No, it, it's a minor accident. Uh, he was thought to be dead, but he is not. I don't know what to believe at the moment. I'm just going to move on. Uh, <laughs> no, he's 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 severely injured. So there we are. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah, Gerard be, Depardieu is not dead. Late. He's in a drunk coma. <laughs> Great. Uh, well, uh, in, in other dead news, uh, there was a story that I, I forgot about that you just reminded me of. Uh, John Travolta has vowed that he will take care of James Gandolfini's family. Why? I had the same question. Uh, apparently, when, uh, and I don't think they're that far apart in age. I think Travolta's are around late 50s, early 60s. 
Sure. Um, but, you know, he's got all that plastic surgery, so, you know, whatever, uh, I think. But yeah. he uh, – apparently his father used to sell tires and sold tires to James Gandolfini's father. So they knew each – they were from the same neighborhood. They knew each other. And, um, uh, you know, uh, it, uh, I know he's older than Gandolfini because he said Gandolfini used to look up to him. And uh, But they they apparently – it's not just one of those weird Hollywood things where somebody makes a declaration to make uh, make news for themselves. But uh, they they were close. They, they did a few movies together, and, uh, and Gandolfini supposedly told – Travolta that he was his inspiration for for getting into acting and uh when when Travolta I don't know if you remember this but Travolta's son Jet died uh a year yeah. or two ago he said uh Gandolfini flew to like he, I guess he was in the middle of filming something but he flew to Florida to be with uh Travolta and his his uh beard uh, I mean uh, wife and uh would not leave his side until Travolta said, we'll be okay. You know, which is, uh, I mean, like when I first read about the story, I thought, this is one of the, just one of those weird Hollywood things that just makes you want to bash your head into a, well, probably a pillow, not, nothing that hard. But, right. uh, but the, you know, after hearing all that, I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of sweet. You know, that's, that's nice of him. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, if they really are, you know, close. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I'm guessing he's got enough head on his shoulders, especially after his recent troubles, to to not pull anything odd. Although that, that you know, just because he was, they were close to each other, that doesn't mean that his wife has any interest in being taken care of by by John Travolta. Sure. And I'm also curious what he means by taken care of, because I'm assuming Gandolfini had a good bit of money. Um, well, maybe this is maybe it really wasn't a good relationship. Maybe you know Travolta's falling onto his old character from Get Shorty, and uh, he just <laughs> thinks he's going to take care of the family. I think that's actually one of the movies Gandolfini was in. <laughs> <laughs> so it came full circle. It did. Uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, but he said apparently Gandolfini's just recently had a daughter, and uh, he's got a, a young son. So I, I'm assuming it's some sort of emotional support thing, but by the way, it's a nice story. Um, you know, I, I, hopefully, I don't, I don't even want to say that. <laughs> uh, let's move on, shall we? Well, what's this? You were, um, we we both had seen the story, but what what was your thing on the uh, new Kickass Two? Okay, I, I, let, let me explain this in detail, uh, or some some level of detail. Kick-Ass is based on a comic book by uh, a man named Mark Millar, who uh, you might have heard of. Mark Millar wrote the... Uh, he wrote the, the Kick-Ass. Yes, he wrote Kick-Ass, but he also he wrote The Ultimates, which is yes. the book that the Avengers movie is based on. And he was also brought in to be kind of the Kevin Feige role for uh, the Fox movies that that, that are comic book movies, like Fantastic Four, X-Men. Sure. Um, and I think they have something else, but I don't remember what. But he's he's brought in to sort of be – to oversee those films and make sure that they have some level of co- connectivity. Uh, and in the past, Mark Millar has been one of – like a, a great writer. But for the last few years – uh, he 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 took some time off for medical reasons, and he he came back and he just hasn't been any good. And 
he wrote Kick-Ass, which, uh, if you've seen the movie... Good movie. It's a gr- Yeah, it's, it's a really fun movie that succeeds because it ignores all the Mark Miller <laughs> elements of the story. Kick-Ass is, is, is really, <laughs> really terrible. Uh, at the end of the Kick-Ass movie, uh, Kick-Ass gets the girl and life is great and all these things. Uh, in the comic book, the girl finds out that he's not gay and tells uh, a big black football player to beat the shit out of him. And he's miserable. <laughs> uh, because that's how Mark Millar likes to play things. Uh, sure. And Kick-Ass 2, the comic book, is even... Kick-Ass 2, the comic book, is so bad, I, it's, it it's, makes me literally sick. Like, well, reading why, it is Why just, would we make a movie out of it, then? If the book um, because, the, because the first movie was successful, and uh-huh. they're kind of using some elements of the movie, uh, but it's, it's definitely, absolutely going to be completely different. Uh, one of the characters in the, in the comic is a guy named Colonel Stars and Stripes. And he is being played in the movie by my least favorite comedic actor, Jim Carrey. <laughs> uh, now, Carrey, this movie was filmed sometime last year. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, before the Newtown, uh, Connecticut, Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook Elementary Massacre. And... But probably not long before it, honestly. Well, they're about to. I think I think the movie comes out this month or next month. The, the movie's about to come out, and so they're starting to do press for it. And Jim Carrey made a statement on Twitter saying that he, in light of the events of Sandy Hook, and I will say this uh, before I say exactly what he said, he has over the last couple of months, made various anti-gun statements since Sandy Hook. So I believe he's sincere about this. Uh, but since Sandy Hook, uh, he, he he no longer can support this movie in good conscience because it will be a very violent film, even if it's not anywhere near the, atroc- the atrocity that is the Kick-Ass 2 comic book. <laughs> and uh, in response, Mark Millar put out a statement saying... Uh, he doesn't really get where Jim Carrey's coming from. Uh, he read the, the source material, or he read the script before he did it and all this. He sort of ignored the the part about Sandy Hook changing his mind, but but it was actually a fairly decent like response by Mark Millar. Yeah, so. I think it was too. I It just, I don't know, it just seemed kind of odd to come... I don't know, to come from that direction from him right now, I mean, it really doesn't make much sense. I mean, unless there is a scene that is so exact to that tragedy, I, I could see where he'd want to distance Well, like, like I said, the excuse me, since Sandy Hook, he has made various uh, statements about being anti-gun and all that so um, it's a violent film and uh, the funny thing is is that his character Colonel Stars and, Stri- and Stars and Stripes is supposedly explicitly anti-gun like he hmm. you know he likes to like beat people with bats and stuff like that which okay. you know um, I don't know I uh, somebody brought this up. It might have been Mark Millar, but I don't think. I think it was actually uh, Blake Petit, uh, a, f- a friend of the show, or at least a friend of Wayne and I's. Uh, I don't know if you've ever gotten to meet him, 
but uh, he said he understands the part where it was post Sandy Hook, but why wait until just this minute to to make this statement? Why wasn't yeah. he making this, you know, a few months ago? And it's a fair point. Uh, I mean, he's literally just waiting till the movie comes out to to try and torpedo it. It just seems, I don't know, weird, right? But he's an odd dude. He really is. Yeah, I mean, he's getting he's getting weirder as he gets older. Right. Well, he's it's kind also of... a, a money thing. I think he was. Pro- I mean, from from what I've heard, I, uh, I think he always was probably kind of an oddball guy to begin with. But it just seems like. He, he's as he gets more famous, and it, it, the same thing happened to Eddie Murphy. As he became more of an actor and less of a, a stand-up, you know, and he, he got his millions. You know, Jim Carrey is a, a very wealthy. Um, yeah, I, I think I think it's just a, one of those Hollywood things where you, you're you're almost required to become quote unquote eccentric. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's just just kind of weird. I. There's a lot more people coming out that are very anti-gun, anti, you know. That's a hot button topic. It really is. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. My my stance on that's kind of split. I guess I I can't say I'm anti-gun. I've been raised around them for all my life, but yeah, and yet I've never gone around, you know, just willy-nilly shooting people to do it. Um, I, I see a need for them. In the, in the same sense, you know, and yet when you turn on the news, you, you you see all the violence is on TV. When when it comes to real life shootings, I mean, just just up here around me, uh, just this past week, I think there was nine nine shootings. Really? Not yeah, not I mean, up in the bigger cities, nine shootings, and I mean that's crazy in one week. Right. Well, so. you know, what what sort of trips me out about it is though, uh, as Americans, we tend to overreact to things like Sandy Hook. And, and what have you, uh, often without any real facts. However, it, it's it's kind of narcissistic or jingoistic, depending on uh, how you want to phrase it. Graphic violence with guns happens all over the world all the time. Pe- all people the time. Are, are killed in other countries, slaughtered constantly. It's really only when, you know, and don't get me wrong, again, Sandy Hook is, is horrific. What happened Absolute, there? Absolutely, yeah. Although, uh, it, it, as as I've often said, it's more commentary on our inability to deal with mental illness than it is a commentary on uh, on our our gun stances. But it's just so like bizarre for someone to choose an incident like this and decide, okay, this has changed my mind on guns. Yeah, it's it's very unfortunately. I hate to say this because I do love America, but it's very uh, American, you know. It is. It definitely is. But yeah, so this, this is a whole bizarre story. I, I like you. I really enjoy Kickass One. To I I was shocked because I I hate the book so much. I I didn't think I was gonna like it. I I actually, you know, I I said no, nah, I'm not gonna watch it. Because I, I thought it was just going to be kind of stupid, you know. Just right. I, I wasn't familiar. And it, with it, it is kind of stupid, honestly. Well, it is, but I mean, it was stupid in in, in a uh, entertaining way. entertainment kind of testosterone driven thing, you know. It was right. it was kind of cool. I thought, wow, that's great. I never thought they'd make a sequel to it. Oh well, I I knew, I knew they would. I, once the first one was successful. Uh, it, you know, they, they actually have, they're, they're doing Kick-Ass 3 now, which, 
Uh, it's it's so bizarre because Kick-Ass 2 takes everything that's wrong with Kick-Ass 1 and then kicks it up to 11. And then <laughs> Kick-Ass 3 is horrible for a completely different way because it's just so pathetic. Um, but, uh... <laughs> well, for instance, in Kick-Ass 2... One of the first scenes you see is uh, after Colonel Stars and Stripes is, is introduced, uh, he has a dog, a pet dog, who's okay. also given a mask for some bizarre reason. And <laughs> the bad guy in the book finds him with his, his crew of thugs, uh, cuts his head off, cuts the dog's head off, switches them, and uh, and laces it together to leave a message for the police and for kick-ass. Kind of creepy human centipede thing. Yeah, well, they're not they're not tied together. They just switch heads. Oh, but, okay. But yeah, well, but better. either way, just just you know, even in comic book form, so thoroughly disgusting. And and that's not far from the last thing they do that just makes you wonder why something like this is allowed to happen <laughs> in someone's <laughs> imagination. But uh, but yeah, so so there's that. Uh, um, speaking of comic book news, the the Deadpool game came out. Yay! Uh, I uh, you you uh, you didn't get to play it, you said, right? I did not get to play it, but I'm uh, really looking forward to doing it. Yeah, this this is one of those things where I do wish that I had a gaming system. It it doesn't happen very often, but I the Deadpool game just looks like so much fun. It's 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 got a lot of humor. It looks like it's animated really well, and I'm not a huge Deadpool fan, but you know, a game where you, where you get to shoot people and and hit them with swords and <laughs> crack jokes and all that. It, it just it sounds like a good time. It is a good time. Yeah, I'd like to say we should do that more often, but I guess that would be bad. Hit people with or cut people swords. with swords. Yeah. Well, I got a sword. Um, I, I do too. I haven't been robbed yet, so. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> uh, good deterrent. So uh, why don't you take the next one? All right. Well, a um, I, like I said, I have some weirdness going on on my topics. A uh, Taiwanese cafe uh, has decided it was a, be a great idea to put uh, photos. Uh, you know how like sometimes you can go to like a, a bakery and get a picture of somebody on on their cake on a cake. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Well, they're doing it to the foam on cappuccinos. Which I thought was kind of weird. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can buy a cappuccino for anybody in the store and put any photo on it. Oh, wow. They're going, so they're getting crazy cappuccinos with, like, like, as, like Asian guy's junk. And this, yeah, this drink I was going to say, it took all of five seconds for some guy to take a picture <laughs> of his cock and, and send it to uh, some dude sitting in a corner. Well, they're, they're, the the technology is pretty much the same as what you would do on a cake, but uh, they they use um, instead of like the the dyes and stuff, they're actually using um, powdered ingredients like uh, cocoa and nutmeg and stuff like that to put on the top of and cinnamon and stuff like that. I'm curious how how detailed you can get on something as small as a. It is pretty damn detailed. Um, I was surprised. Uh, I'm actually uh, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Um, it's pretty good it's um it, it's just as good as you would get on a birthday cake on the top of the foam it's it's actually pretty detailed that's what's kind of frightening when you can get some really weird pictures uh 
and on, yet, on, on your and carpet. Yet you can't get cell phones to to hold a signal. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. It, it, it always amazes me how forward we are technological te- technologically, yet how backwards we are most of the time anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. What else you got? Let's see. Uh, Monica Lewinsky is putting up her personal items up for auction. I uh, heard that. Is it her or is it a company? I thought it was her. Uh, I think she's probably submitting it to an auction house in the auction oh, okay. house, probably right. something like Sotheby's or something like that. I personally, I guess there's a huge demand for um, – Things in, of a political nature that are so well, weird. It, it is technically a historical memorabilia thing, but what, what does she have? I mean, I know she has the dress that Bill Clinton's DNA is splattered all over. But sure. What else? I mean, did, did he come on like just like an entire wardrobe? I guess she's. I guess uh, she has photos of herself in the dress after it happened with uh, very powerful dignitaries. I guess it happened during a party of some sort. Or some type. So, so she was so like mixing it up with he came, like the, the. He came all over her, and then she like shook hands with Henry Kissinger and took a yeah. picture. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I don't know if this makes me respect her more or makes me think, God, this woman's so weird; she should never be allowed to have children. I just, I just find it absolutely ridiculous that anybody would really want that crap i'm sorry i just there, she was a freaking intern there. there's some real weirdos I, I i find it more interesting what she's that, that she's doing it though i mean what does it say about our dignity when we have people like this that literally you know she spent what 10 years trying to get people to forget about her so that she could get jobs and stuff like that right now she's selling memorabilia of her greatest humiliation, like she nearly Whoa. took down an American president. I mean, she went down on an American president, but she also <laughs> kind of it's just how little dignity. Like, what's which really? I mean, think about your own life. What is your dignity worth? Well, she, she Actually, does drive a large SUV, and gas prices are going up. So, I guess to get right. to this, that new job, she needs some extra cash. Maybe, <sighs> maybe, maybe she ought to. Uh, so uh, ask Bill for uh, a job, so to speak. Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, no, it, it's it, you know, I guess you could say that the the situation is kind of you know sticky sweet. Right. It's. I mean, it's it's really it's it's not sad. It's kind of pathetic. But I just think about like she's she's roughly around our age, right? Somewhere between you and me. Yeah, somewhere. I think she's in her mid thirties. I would think. Right. It's. I mean, she she ruined her life, and and think about it like from this perspective, who who could she possibly have dated in the last fifteen years? You know, I mean, how many dudes are like? I mean, I'm sure there's a certain number of dudes that would fuck her just out of curiosity, like oh, this chick like like had Bill Clinton inside her. You know, I, I want to fuck her, but but who really wants to date a chick that's known exclusively for sucking cock? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I, I really didn't think that through, did yeah, I? Yeah, you gotta, uh, kinda, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. I mean, that's that's kind of a weird thing that you know you can't take Monica Lewinsky home to meet mom. You know? Not really, uh, I mean, mom. This is my. Oh, I know who she is. I I was I was alive. I well, uh, you and you came here in a dress. Um, good good job. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh look, it's blue. <laughs> At least it's all blue for once. Uh, 
So, Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, I've got this interesting thing, too. Uh, we were. Uh, this is kind of a weird, random thing. Um, there is a brand new company who has pledged to undersell. We had, we had just come off the gun thing. I thought I'd tie this into it. Have pledged to under uh, underprice and sell to anybody who wants them, including the U.S. government, uh, their ammunition. Uh, it's called uh, well, it, it specifically uh, targets uh, Muslims, which is which is very you know kind of crazy. But it's called uh, jihad bullets. They're uh, they come in all different calibers, and their their paint is infused with pork. I, again, is this a thing? Is this a okay. no? This is real. This is that the company is based out of Idaho. Um, you can get the the rounds in M16, Mac 10, Uzi, whatever you want. They, I'm sorry. This this is another thing where it's the it's 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 just as insane, but it's the opposite political spectrum of insane. I I, I you know what? If if someone's a terrorist, uh, be they Muslim or not, I'm good with just killing them. I, I don't, well, well, I this, don't need this to desecrate is, their bodies. I just want them dead. Well, of course, you know if they're, sh- you know if they're come in contact with any type of pork, they they're not uh, allowed to uh, transcend into wherever they go after they die, heaven I, and you know, wherever. I, but you can't meet a lot. Uh, and I, I have to ask. I understand the religion uh, aspect of this, but uh, you, you know, heaven or no heaven. If you can't eat bacon, what the fuck is the point? I know. I mean, it's just it's just freaking sad. And here, here's an uh, I know a couple really nice people who just happen to be Muslim that love love bacon. So really? I, I yeah. Uh, please don't out them. They'll they'll be. Oh no, would not do that. Would not everybody do that. loves bacon. Look, if if you ever like honestly, if you uh if we actually made vegans eat bacon it would take maybe a day for them to stop having to be forced um, everybody loves bacon it's it's one of the most delicious things on the planet well i, I really think it, your body kind of craves the sodium and, and and there it is i mean it's it's the the charcoaly the that 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 burnt sodium goodness that we that our bodies crave and it it's just awesome you can't i mean if there was a i just don't like these things that when they take the bacon and they start dipping it in chocolate i've had chocolate dipped bacon it's gross i don't care I've what people had, say. have you ever had uh maple bacon with, with i have i have had maple bacon yeah that's good yeah that's good stuff but the chocolate dip stuff it just tastes like just shitty candy it it's i'm not going to dip a pork chop in in Belgium dark chocolate, why would I dip bacon in it? It makes no difference to me. It, it's right. the same thing. And they had that whole uh, big uh, Burger King came out with a a bacon Sunday, which yes. I love bacon. I love Sundays. I eh, not so much together. People but it's, like, it's so good. I'm like you're retarded. This is not good. This is crap. <laughs> it's interesting though. I, I had an argument with somebody the other day about which. Which is the best substance known to man? It actually, like it, uh, well, I'll bring this up in a second, but it was because of Paula Dean. I was saying, you know, she can't be all bad. She puts butter on everything, and butter makes everything better. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I'd argue butter is the greatest, uh, food or food supplement on earth. There's nothing that butter can't make better, and therefore there's nothing better than, than butter. 
I can't argue <laughs> to which, with that. To which, well, but the, the person I was talking to said, no, bacon's better than butter. And I said, eh, I can put butter with anything. I can put butter on cake. You know, there's well, butter. butter there's, cake. Right, there's buttercream frosting. Butter goes with pretty much everything. There's butter beer. <laughs> like, there's butter beer. Right. So, uh, you know, bacon, not so much. Bacon goes with almost everything. Oh, when but, I when I cook bacon, I always put butter in with it. Right. Oh, yeah, the b- butter makes bacon better. <laughs> I swear I'm not doing this on purpose. It just works out that way. But, you know, but the person who kept on, no, bacon, bacon tastes better than butter. I'm like, yeah, well... You know, it's 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 close, but I give I give butter the edge. Yeah, I think I think I could agree with you on that. Uh, so speaking so of the, Paula Dean. Yeah, I was going to ask you. A poor beleaguered, uh, <laughs> uh, black hating Paula Dean. Uh, um, you know, it's funny. There's there's been this, uh, as you know, there's been this controversy for. I, I, I hate to even use the word controversy. About yeah. Paula Dean, and there's a lot of things being said that supposedly she said, but uh, I checked I checked Snopes this morning just to find out for sure what exactly she said because I had heard that she was she backed out at the last minute, but that she was trying to make uh, black employees of hers dress like slaves. She and, well, uh, I don't yeah, agree it's, with it's anything not, she did. Don't get true. me wrong. Yeah, yeah, but she had mentioned that. Um, her, I think, I think Bubba, I think, isn't it Bubba the one getting married? Her brother or somebody? Uh, her brother's, her brother's name is Bubba, and he owns yeah. one one of the restaurants. That I and I've I've eaten at both of them many times. Any good? Uh, uh, yeah, they're all right. Uh, Paula Dean doesn't cook at her own restaurants. People get oh, that. Oh well, yeah, uh, I, I doubt she cooks her own food on her shows <laughs> these days. But Uncle Bubba's is basically just kind of like um, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. That's all it really uh, is. Uh, but uh, anyway, they were having uh, someone was having a Civil War themed wedding, and well, they were going to have uh, uh, the Confederate thing going on and all this other stuff. And and they're both uh, Bubba's uh, part of the the Sons of the Confederacy in, in, down in Georgia, which a lot of people are down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were going to have all the servers um, dress as and, mo- and just happened to be most all of them were just happened to be black. Um, said that they all needed to dress in period serving attire with the white shirts and have the headdresses on and everything like that. Um, that that was the the big thing. And then, you know, she probably slipped in the N-word here or there. Well, wait, well, let's back up because uh, when I checked Snopes, and, you know, granted, I, I always say, uh, not, not to reference the comic specifically, but I always say who watches The Watchmen you know the this idea that like you can go to a website like Politifact and they'll have the facts, but it's like well, how, how do you if you can't trust one website, why can you trust another? But uh, basically, Snopes led back to the original L.A. Times story that I guess broke it. Well, one one of the places that broke it. And from what I understand, the thing with the slaves was actually this: she never actually said she wanted to dress black men up like slaves. She went to either I think it was a uh, a restaurant, but it might have been a party. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. they had black men there who were wearing white coats and white ties or black ties or something. Basically, they they were dressed like old time Uncle Tom Butler kind kind of thing. Right, right. And she said, "Oh my God, I love that. 
I love that look on them, and and she said she wanted it, it would look great for a restaurant. But then she she said, but obviously she can't do that because it would look bad, or, or people would misinterpret it. Um, so you know the thing is, and you know, and yes, like you said, she she and you know how I hate using this phrase. I'd rather not say it at all, but. Uh, she apparently said the N word, and but suppose according to what she said, she she has used it in the past, but it's been a very long time since she or anyone in her family has has used those terms, and they consider it uh to be inappropriate now. Which, if you consider that woman's age, if she was using this in the seventies or the sixties, it's yeah, not all that uncommon. It, whether whether, no. you, whether you consider it right or not, but. Uh, what trips me out about this whole thing is like it all came about because a woman was suing her and her family for uh, that worked supposedly worked in a restaurant for uh, sexual harassment and included that that, she, that they use racial slurs. Um, have you noticed that nobody's talking about the sexual harassment part? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, it all it all it all came back down to the the the, the racial term. You know, right. Because nobody, that's that's what that's what gets me about when people bitch about bigotry. I don't really give a shit as long as nobody's hurting anyone else. Like as long as you're not denying somebody a job or or trying to hurt them in any way, shape, or form. Uh, simply because we're such hypocrites about what we choose to be offended by. Like, it's, we're, the, nobody gives a shit whether or not this woman was responsible for someone else's sexual harassment. They only care that she, at some point in her life, uh, whether use commonly or occasionally, yeah, use, use the N-word. Why, why is that okay? Why, why is it, you know, you can't make fun of Muslims for their religion, but you can make fun of Christians. Like, we're such hypocrites about what we choose to deny, well, you're, uh, to you're tell right. people. You're right. Uh, and, and the thing with that, with the sexual harassment thing is, is, uh, uh, Uncle Bubba, or her, her brother Bubba, um, I really hate saying that word Bubba as as reference to a person. That I I've known a few Bubbas in my life. I have too. It's it's unfortunate, but anyway, uh, he is the one. I will guarantee he is the one that used the uh, probably the more sexual harassing type tones. I have been in his restaurant when I've heard jokingly back and forth. You know how people? Well, I don't know if you worked in restaurants or anything or. People that work yeah. around kitchens are really, really like a lot of times the movie Waiting. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, so, that's one of the reasons I love that movie is because it's so so true. So uh, typical terminology that is offensive out on the floor mm -hmm. is perfectly acceptable half the time in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, I mean, anyone who's been around a chef, I, I always say – uh, two two professions that have remarkably similar personality types, mm -hmm. attorneys and chefs have very much the same sort of temperament. Oh, very much especially a head chef. Yeah. Um, I mean, you 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 know, you work at any restaurant, like uh, uh and, and drop a plate of, I mean, not uh, even a plate, but much less a tray of food. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, the chef will go ballistic on you. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Now, don't get but me wrong. I, I was, I'm not saying that that you shouldn't have enough common sense not to uh, throw racial slurs at your employees, but um. well, I was at at the restaurant uh, on a specific occasion, and um, we were all 
talking and, and Bubba was there and, uh, you know, everybody's yucking it up. And it, it's very much a uh, kind of a Jimmy Buffett atmosphere in there, you know, very laid back. You know, a lot of a lot of busloads of uh, northern tourists are taken to Uncle Bubba's. Uh, that that's one of the places. I mean, you'll go there. There's 18 busloads of people, but a lot of locals from that area also go there. So he knows, and we all know him, and all the locals, you know, are pretty loose with the language. Uh, and the kitchen staff would come out, and, and at this one point in time, just happened to be uh, uh, this one. One black gentleman comes out and, and says something to him, jokingly, you know, and he's joking back, back and forth, back and forth. And the uh, the guy from the kitchen took a roll and threw it at Bubba. It's kind of funny. And he started laughing and turned to him and said, just get your black ass back in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Well, you should have seen the tour. <laughs> he said it so loud. You should have seen the. Uh, un- unaware, unassuming tourists turned their heads like, right. oh my gosh, he just said that to that guy. That guy did not take offense to that at all. He thought that no. was funny. The dude just threw uh, a roll with his uh, hands. Also, he, he, he does actually have a black ass. Yes, I mean... <laughs> but, but no, I, I know what you mean. That, that, people that's are so of... sensitive about that. Uh, and I think uh, when it, it, it originally came up with the her- sexual harassment, I, the, the woman in question... Um, is uh, probably I, I've I've met her once. Uh, she's she's very nice lady, uh, but in the same sense, she uh, I think this was more of a target of looking at Bubba going. Well, Paula Dean owns this restaurant, for the most part. She owns majority you know stock in it. Going after Bubba won't do anything, but damn it, I can go after Paula. Right. I I don't know. I, I mean, truthfully, I don't know anything about Paula Dean. I, I don't much I'm not care. A fan of Right. I'm not a fan of hers by any means. Uh, I mean, this could uh, be someone targeting her, or she, she could be a royal cunt. She uh, really. It it just trips. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it just trips me out that probably about the time Paula Dean was uh, using the N word again. Hate saying that. Uh, Roman Polanski was fucking a 13 year old girl in the ass. Sure. Uh, which one do we care about? Yeah, mm, it, it ain't the thirteen-year-old girl getting raped. Uh, it's you know, it's it just says a lot about our country. And uh, look, my my opinion is Paul Dean's an idiot. She should probably take her money because you know you know her books are selling massively right now. She if she if she loses well everything she's lost up to date, all the sponsorship she's lost and everything as of right now, mm-hmm. her she has lost a net worth of over seventeen million dollars. Well, future earnings. Well, future for for this for this time, right. her con- the, but, the contracts are going to be fact, known. Boy. The fact that she 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 lost seventeen million dollars from sponsors backing out means that she's got millions upon millions as it is. Oh, uh, she, uh, very much so. She's I mean, old, and in this country, you can't. The one thing you can't recover from is a public scandal where you're accused of being racist against black people. Well, here's the thing: if people really want a scandal with this woman, look at her background. Mm-hmm. Really, she isn't who she says she is. Paula Dean is not her name. One, mm-hmm. two. She, she. What is her name? I really. Oh, I was at the tip of my tongue. It was changed back in. Oh my god. Ah, it was changed, and I think like it was to in, protect her from other things well, that she to, did. To get away from. Uh, she stepped away from her family. She oh. makes it sound like she was raised this, in this poor, you know, this poor, poor family. Her father was a, uh, uh, from what 
all, all intents and purposes, a very wealthy real estate guy. They weren't even from Savannah. They were from closer to Macon. Her mother was a, a professor. Uh, they actually were one of the founding families of Savannah College of Art and Design. She was uh, from uh, the first graduating class of SCAD. Uh, she graduated from SCAD in, uh, in culinary. Here's the kicker. SCAD didn't have a culinary department. She was the only person enrolled in culinary. Hmm. The class and the curriculum was designed by her parents and a few other families for each of their kids. Actually, the graduating class of SCAD, I believe, was under 15, the first one. Each one of the founding families created this college to get their kids uh, these degrees. Uh, they were accredited. They pumped enough money into it and then sold themselves out to get more people to come in, to, as an, and they, they transformed it into an art school at that time. Well, I mean, that, in the end, that's a good thing, though. It is, but isn't it a lot like that movie uh, Accepted? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that, come that on. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I mean, but you're saying she, she was playing a character, but I mean, that's Hollywood. Uh, you know, that's all all that entertainment industry uh, stuff. I just think it's funny when people are like, you know, she does have two sons. The sons are really nice. The one's more of a dick than the other one. Uh, but the the food used to be really great. And when she cooked there, when her sons were both working there, it was good. Now it's a high-priced Golden Corral with a gift store attached to it. <laughs> well, like I said, she if she was smart, she'd take her money and run. She's, she was. She's, she's getting up there in age. She's, I'm assuming, in her 60s right now. And I mean, why not? You can't recover from this at all. No. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's sad that, I mean, again, Roman Polanski still makes films, but, you know, uh, Michael Richards... <laughs> Oh yeah, that motherfucker ain't doing nothing, you know. And I mean, that's it, it is what it is. But I'm and so a, sick of hearing lesson. about it. Honestly, it's 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 just an example of why our country is so screwed up that we we don't prioritize anything. We're we're more concerned with Paula Deen than we are with the IRS scandals. Exactly. Benghazi. I mean, I don't know. Maybe because it's uh, a lot of times maybe stuff like that is too real, where we can. <laughs> Pick a, we can pick a safe side on another topic that really Yeah, I'm sure there's an element of that of like, I don't know what the hell goes on in Benghazi. I understand that the administration and the State Department didn't react and all that, but I don't, I couldn't, if you gave me, uh, a deal, 24 hours and a computer to find Benghazi on a map, I, I'd come up with some guy named Benghazi. Right. Probably on a porn site. He's, he's Jewish, right? That's what you're, yeah. you're looking. Oh, right. Benjamin okay. Benghazi, he's a diamond cutter. Is that right. is that being a stereotype? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> because again, he's not black or gay, so, uh, so that's, I guess it doesn't matter. Huh? Yeah, you're, yeah. We're, we're not in trouble. But uh, moving on, um, let's see. Uh, oh. They got uh, new Mickey Mouse shorts. 
Uh, now what 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 is this about? What's this for? Just to do it, or is it? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, Disney got its start with with Walt and and his uh, I forget what they called, but yeah, they Steamboat Willie was the first one, and that that was a big thing at the time. You know, I uh, guess Pink I should have said that Bugs Bunny, all all those famous characters started with just animated short cartoons. They were, they were just like a minute, like a couple minutes long, weren't they? Right, I I, I imagine. Three minutes I think Steamboat Willie was like two two and a half minutes maybe. I don't even know if it was that long, um, but in, in any case, you know that, that was what animation started out as. You know, half hour shows that that didn't happen for many many years. Uh, but you know, in the intervening years, Disney's going on to animated features and all this, and the the only uh, animated shorts that were being made for Disney were the Pixar shorts, which are, of course, uh, you know, amazing. Right. Uh, I, and uh, I got to look at it. It's a very different animation style. It's supposedly done by uh, one of the guys that created Gravity Falls, which is a great, weird little animated show that Disney owns. It is. It's kind of fun to watch. Right. It's really, really bizarre and interesting. I'm, I mean, I've only seen one or two episodes because I'm just never home lately, but... Um, but I think it's really cool. I, you know, I don't know if you've seen, but the Looney Tunes, uh, there's there's been a new Looney Tunes cartoon for the last I think year now, and uh, it's a lot funnier than they used to be. It's 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 much better. Well, Looney Tunes always to me were, uh, I I don't know what it was. It, I I always saw saw them as more of a cartoon rendition of uh, political propaganda. A lot of them. Um. Well, I mean, not not, uh, not I, saying I it's a bad thing. Well, you always had Bugs Bunny in the military, or you had uh, what was it—the one with uh, Elmer Fudd as a Nazi, and you had uh, you know Bugs Bunny as a flying ace. You had you know you had the Civil War Bugs Bunny stuff, and that was uh, all stuff. I don't know. I I I think the I think thing about those animated the shorts is that they're it's it's kind of hard to come up with a, a funny idea and those were kind of topical i don't i don't think they necessarily meant anything by it you know uh i, I mean no i kind of always figured that maybe that was uh it was a good way of bringing current events to uh into the family into the home maybe there's an element to that i again i, I don't know i i, I mean it's it's uh, this would have been something great to bring up in front of somebody like uh like uh tim Sure, or or Ted certainly, you know Ted Ted definitely. But what also? What about the the uh, the product placement ones that probably made a lot of moms run out to the grocery store to get, uh, you know, the ones where the the labels on in the grocery store would come to life and act out the scenes. Uh, I must have missed those ones. <laughs> you don't remember those ones with like the <laughs> the 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 salt little girl off the salt would uh, came out and I mean there was constant those are some uh, of my favorite ones. you know like uh, vaguely I, I do kind of recall that um uh, wow I don't know uh you know uh, now I, I know I what Wayne feels like when he's when he you know he feels old no I, I mean I, I don't know I don't I, I don't know that I missed any of that stuff I mean I might not have just I, I just might not recall but well I don't know. I, I grew up on all that stuff, Looney Tunes and Disney and all, all those things. And I, I don't know. It, it's nice to see it kind of have a comeback. And I think it need, we need a comeback of it. Uh, Especially since Looney Disney's Tunes getting rid of their hmm? since Disney's getting rid of that drawn animation department and everything. I, that really upsets me. I, I uh, 
I actually was supposed to write a piece on that that I forgot to forgot to do, but it's just such a, a shame that, that Disney looks at these things and, and makes these decisions haphazardly because at the end of the day, Pixar will be successful with, without their digital animation. They just, those, those are the guys, I mean, that was their style. That was what they, what their profession right. was, but it's really the story that drives it. You know, what, what, what interests people in Wreck-It Ralph, which, uh, I don't know if you know this, but at one point Wreck-It Ralph, uh, they drew up some hand-drawn animation for it. And hmm. uh, the thing is, Wreck-It Ralph is something that I, I do believe needed to be computer-generated, uh, computer-animated, because it's it's video games, you know? Like, the hand-drawn thing, it works for, for most situations, but but right. I, I think, I think a, a video game-based movie really needed to be uh, digitally animated. But... <laughs> Everything else, you know, I, there's no reason why Rapunzel couldn't have been hand-drawn. There's no reason why Frozen, which is coming up soon, couldn't be hand-drawn. That's not to say that I have anything against it being computer-animated, but I, it's just all, all of Disney's really classic films, uh, excepting anything that Pixar did, because that's Pixar, they're all hand-drawn. Yeah. You know, is, is is as much as people like Rock and Ralph, do you think people will consider that a classic Disney film? I I no, I, I wouldn't consider it a classic Disney film. I mean I mean maybe it's, little it's kids of, that, that are growing up with it now, but you know, I think I think Well that that's the hard part. I mean what what we're gonna not see as a classic they are, you know. Right. That's, well I, I think the like the last classic Disney film that was made was The Lion King. Seems like everything since has been good and certainly watchable, but The Lion King, it just had that classic, like, Disney feel to it, like like something yeah. beautiful and epic, like a storybook. And no one's going to say, wow, that classic movie, what was it? Tinkerbell 2 was such a classic. It's like, no, it wasn't. But it sure was entertaining. <laughs> um, no, but I look at a movie like uh, the the last hand-drawn animation one was The Princess and the Frog, and I think it, it was a movie about a, a little girl that turns into a frog. I don't know, like, I mean, it's it's nice that there was finally a black princess for, for little black girls to, to look into, look up to, and, and all that, but... I, you know, I never even thought about it like that. Isn't that weird? Which Which part? Well, but, you know, I, I never really gave it one thought about a little black princess. I never I never gave that a thought. I, I don't just, think that's, that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. But, yeah, that part of it was that they finally, I mean, I think that's why it was set in New Orleans, although that's sort of, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I, the fact that yeah, it was well, set in New Orleans, like ancient, well, not ancient, but, you know. Ancient. Like, uh, yes, the but uh, the Victorian days. Sort of the the classic concept of of New Orleans, you know, in the 30s. Oh, it's kind of that, yeah, that turned me weird. off, honestly. Yeah, it um, looked pretty nice though. Oh no, it looked beautiful, and I actually went to the New Orleans Museum of Art had a a Disney animation uh, event where uh, John Goodman narrated the, this walkthrough and uh, oh, cool. the the end of it was all about the princess and the frog which of course celebrates New Orleans culture or, or its roots of its culture and again it's, it's a story about a little girl that turns into a frog that doesn't really 
make me want to see it. Well, it wasn't just about her turning into a frog. It was about it was the classic tale of the princess and the frog. Well, and it backfired. There's a version of it, yeah. It, it yeah, was... and it backfired with with her turning into the frog, and then there was the the, the voodoo curse and uh, the singing and trumpet playing alligators that loved jazz music, and right. you know, it's it's what I think of every time I think of New Orleans. <laughs> Well, the, I mean, they, they, your, your they version of New two Orleans is things. much more interesting than mine, sir. Apparently, all you do in New Orleans is eat beignets, uh, which which the which the uh, the princess was apparently famous for her beignets. Make gumbo uh, and listen to jazz music. Uh, that's all you do there, and run yeah. away from the shadow man. That's part of the reason that so many people hate uh, from here hate New Orleans uh, <laughs> themed shows. Like I don't know if you remember, but there was a show called Kville. Uh, that was Vaguely, really I remember that. Yeah, Anthony Anderson was on it. It was a cop show set in New Orleans, and uh, the idea was that uh, New Orleans post Katrina, everyone referred to it as Katrinaville, which is not in any way, shape, or form true. But uh, as my, I generally almost always hate Anthony Anderson. There's some things I can watch him in, but for the most part, I don't like him. What was the show that, uh, I think it was also New Orleans, and I used to watch it, and then they just took it off the air. For, it was like on for a, like a, a season. And it, the, the main character's name was Remy, and he was a, uh, a private detective, and I think he was based out of New Orleans, too. Uh, uh, he drove this really cool car. Uh, it was a big convertible. I'm not familiar with it, to be honest with you. That's I'm another sad. thing. There's no one in New Orleans named Remy. There should be. <laughs> there should be. I, I'm, I'm sure there's, like, uh, Cajuns and Creoles with names like that somewhere, but New Orleans is actually uh, a small... But it's it's a metropolitan area. It's, we don't we don't talk with we none, none of us speak French. Most of us. Uh, <laughs> in fact, uh, more people take Spanish class in high school than French. Uh, we don't, as Katrinaville or Kville suggested, we do not eat craw- crawfish etouffee uh, every morning. Uh, uh, yes, you do. I, oh, we do. You do. <laughs> uh, I. Wish someone had told me because I hate crawfish. I, it's, it's it's the national dish. I thought right, crawfish except, except, except for when it's not in season. But right, right, then it's gumbo. No, but we don't we don't do any of that shit. There's a lot of there's like a, a lot of horse shit that that uh, the tourist people like to, or the the tourism people like to sell to the tourists. But it's it's mostly bullshit. There's uh, a lot of t-shirt shops. There are, but that's that's on like. Uh, Canal Street and uh, uh, I mean crazy Street. amount of t-shirt shops. Right. Uh, I mean that's that's any uh, major metropolitan downtown tourist area. And they they want to sell you the shirts that I I got bourbon on Drunk Street or whatever. You know. Savannah had I got shit faced on uh, or I got river faced on shit street. Okay. <laughs> I I kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, so what else you got? I uh, got a woman that was asked to provide her gender to get her driver's license because uh, on her driver's license, it, she never really, I don't know how in the freaking world, it's not like she's a young woman. Uh, apparently, a uh, new law, in uh, at least in Georgia, is that uh, you have to uh, show your birth certificate when you go to get a driver's license. Uh, well, this woman was going to go get her driver's license. She had to let it expire. 
so she had to bring her birth certificate in. And here on the birth certificate, she apparently never looked at in her entire life. She looks like she's like 45, 50. Uh, it says that she's male. Well, the people at the DMV said, well, we, we, we can't give you your birth certificate. Well, why not? She goes, I'm obviously a woman. She started grabbing her chest. And she he, the woman behind the counter said, that means nothing this day and age. You need to give us proof that you're a woman. She goes, and how do you think I should do that? She said, well, do, do you have a doctor? She says, yeah, hell yeah, I got a doctor. He goes, well, go get a letter from your doctor proving that you are female. Well, she took offense to this, and she's suing. Well, <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of with her. <laughs> well, if, if, if it was a typo on her birth certificate, there was two ways of getting that fixed. Go get a new birth certificate or go get a letter but, from your doctor that says that you are not a transgender woman. How do, you, how do you get to be that old and there's not? I don't know. I, well, if, if you saw the lady, you'd, you'd understand. Why, she, she does saying. look kind of male? Well, she's she's not a very feminine woman. Uh, she's, you know, I it, it, yeah, that's a weird. Pl- I don't know. I would have just put it through because what if that you know what if she was a she male and she just like was like all right and then just pulled down her pants and uh, yeah, you know, or, or, I, I, I wouldn't have taken was, that risk. I would have just let it through. Here's here's the other thing. What if, and I can understand this. Say, looking at how angry this woman was, what if uh, she was a she male? And decided to uh, kill somebody, and they said that there was a, uh, you know, a, a woman, and then on her certificate it says she's a male. Well, now, well, she that yeah. that she's out of the loop now. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole thing there. So, I mean, that's an interesting concept, like DNA evidence. If if someone's transgendered and they they kill someone, and and all you have is like DNA, but it says male DNA and your you know because it doesn't matter whether you remove genitals or not your DNA remains masculine or feminine depending right. on what your, what your reassignment is but you know to, I wonder I wonder how that works like there's, there's like a lot of bush be, women out there they would be look they would be looking for for a man and you know uh huh yeah. so well here here's a here's something that doesn't tie in at all um there's a small town in Minnesota that have just uh, uh, banned Huggies and uh, the baby wipes because uh, the mass amounts have completely clogged the sewers. Uh, they have a clog in their main line that goes over 55 feet long, solid, like concrete clog. That's disgusting. That is just nasty. Small town, that many babies... Shitting that much? What the is going on? What is that about? I don't understand it. That's why I don't have babies around. Because they just shit all the time. They're just little shit machines. I, 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 I can't. I like babies. They're great. You know, wave at them. You know, give them. You know, buy them something. That's cool. Right. Give them back when you're done, so they don't shit everywhere. Right, right on. <laughs> I'm at like, a loss they're like, words. They're, they're like tiny old people. That's all they do. <laughs> Shit everywhere. And eat the tapioca pudding. And eat uh, the tapioca pudding. That's uh, what makes them shit. There, there you go. Um, I have one final story before we close out because I think we're we're uh, just about an hour. Yeah. Uh, I um. So. As you may or may not know, New Orleans has a ever or usually growing 
film industry down here. Yes. And uh, one of the great ways to pick up extra cash these days is to sign up for extras work, which is pretty cool. I was in the movie Now You See Me, although I, ironically, I haven't seen myself because uh, I, <laughs> I forgot to go see the movie. It's still in theaters. I need to go check it out before it, it goes. Um, and uh, I was in one other thing. Oh, I was in an episode of um, uh, Treme, which I had okay. no interest in being in. But uh, if if you actually there was it was a funeral episode and if you watch it you might get a chance to see me uh, sleep, sleeping sitting up. Oh, were you? I was. By uh, I just happened to be in. That was the first time I was ever down in New Orleans and they were filming it and they just said uh, you 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 do you want to be in the uh, in the scene? I was like sure, and that was my that was my whole part. Gave me fifty bucks and there we went. Okay. Did you did you see yourself? I uh, you know I never watched the show. <laughs> I don't either. So, uh, but I did hear I was in it. Uh, like I said, if you watch the funeral episode from I think uh, two seasons ago or something like that, uh, mm-hmm. you can see me sleeping, setting up in the uh, in, in a pew at, a, at, at the at the church. Um, and uh, but yeah, so I've signed up for various extra, extras casting things, and uh, the other day I decided to. For various reasons, I don't usually do this, but I ended up Googling my own name and uh, just to see what popped up. And uh, the first four entries, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the fifth entry down, I see my own phone number, uh, like literally in the byline. It's, it's it, As soon as you Google my name, if you look down at the bottom of the page, you see my name and my phone number. So I clicked on the link and... Basically, one of the companies that I had uh, given my information to for extra as consideration for extras work, um, they had a profile for me with my name and phone number uh, blatantly play, uh, posted on the internet, along with like I saw like thirty other guys in the sidebar, and uh, naturally I freaked. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, I don't get mad, like, if you post my name and my photo, because I have a public profile. Sure. Um, but my phone number, whenever Gmail or Facebook or any of those websites ask me for my phone number, the answer is absolutely not. I don't right. care what your excuse is. You don't need my phone number. No one else does either. And uh, so I was quite pissed. I I, uh, I called or texted my, my co well. My, my co-host on on the BSI Comics podcast, uh, Casey, and because he's in the film industry, and I asked him if that's legal, and he said uh, he doesn't know if it's legal, but it's definitely uh, immoral and and unprofessional. So he he told me he'd try and speak to them. I, I I I called them immediately, left a message telling them please call me back. I want my my phone number and my information taken down immediately, and uh, and then I tweeted at them a couple times. And they have yet to even respond to me, uh, which I can. You might have a a, a lawsuit there. You might have a case. Yeah. Well, I I spoke to Casey today, and I I asked him what he thought I should do, and he said he'd try and speak to them because he he knows the people. And I said I'd appreciate it because um, uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but um, I I at one point was going to be an attorney, and uh, my mentor. Uh, if you've ever wondered what kind of human being is responsible for someone like uh, creating someone like me, it was an attorney. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, he's not. He's not. Uh, he taught me everything I know about human behavior and a bunch of other things. 
but mm, he's an attorney, so you can only trust him so much. You know, I, I, I'm not saying that to like be a dick to him. Okay, he'll never hear this anyway, but it's just one of those things, you know. So I hate going to him for anything, asking for favors, but sure. uh, if I was to ask him to write a cease and desist, there's a good chance that he'd want to sue. And honestly, I'm not looking to ruin anybody's life or career, but um, th- what they're doing is unconscionably – number one, I think it's incompetence because – the website they used, I'm familiar with. It's it's usually used to, uh, for photographers to post their work, like a online portfolio. It's sure. not used as a file, an online file for for actors. So it, it probably just made somebody's job easier, so they went with that. that right, but avenue. the thing is, if you want to use it for that, you can create a Flickr account that's private. Right. The website they use it's, isn't designed to be private. It's designed to post information online for other people to see it. And they they should do something like like you said, uh, you, the photo and the other information. But and then keep your contact information mm-hmm. private in case someone let right. them contact them and say, yeah, we know a guy. Here he is. Here's his number. If you'd like to get a hold of him, you right. probably would have had a problem with that. But if they used a private website, that wouldn't have been a problem. Right. Like, and I'm, right. I'm not even saying a char- that's the thing. The website they use, they charge for. Mm. Like, it's it's something that you have to spend like a yearly fee, and I'm sure. Well, whatever. But there there are, like I said, Flickr and other type things that you could have done the exact same thing without a problem. So I, I don't really understand why they would do such a thing. And uh, well, hopefully, hopefully Casey can get through to them because my my next option, I'll, I don't like if they won't even respond to me. My next option is to go. Speak to my attorney or my mentor, and you know, see. Like, I I would do that. I mean, especially if they're charging for the site to be used. Uh, well, your information, uh, that number wasn't probably part of the agreement. Well, I'm not sure if you're saying what I'm saying. I, they're not charging me. The the website no, 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 charges they're, them they're, for for usage. Oh, okay. I see. I thought they were charging people to look at it. No, 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 no. That's 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 the problem. I can literally Google my own. If you Googled my name right now, you'd mm-hmm. see my name and phone number uh, okay. as soon as you open up the page. And uh, you know, I, I mean, nothing's happened to me as a result of this. But until people hear this podcast, and then they're going to Google you and start well, calling you weird hours. Thankfully, nobody knows my last name, so it would be, you know. <laughs> that's why I don't mind telling it on the podcast. But hopefully, by the time this actually airs, it'll be cleared off. Sure. I, I don't sure. know what else to do, though. Well, I, I hope it works out for you because that's just it is kind of incompetent. Right. To do that. I just, I mean, I, I don't need extra work. That bad. I mean, I'd like extra work. It'd be nice to to make a little extra scratch because I need it. But I don't need it that bad that I, I'd be willing to use. You know be exposed like that to any you know anybody that's looking for me um, sure so well anyway we should probably wrap this up we're uh we're, we're just past an hour i believe Ooh, this just in gerard depardieu dead again no i'm joking he's still fine he's all right i mean i'm gonna have to go google this to find out what I believe nothing you say. Uh, and un- unlike squirrels, I'm not on your side. Uh, oh, squirrels. <laughs> so uh, this has been the MHOG podcast. Uh, hopefully Wayne will be back next week. I 
Yeah, we're still trying to determine that. Actually, he hasn't responded. Yeah, but we never—you never know. He probably will. He'll. Uh, I have—I have faith in this whole thing. So I, it should uh, be going well. Yeah, whatever this thing is. Um, I uh, would also like to apologize to Jack Locke, J K L O C K E. He was supposed to be on with us this week, uh, but sadly, uh, because everything kind of came together last minute we didn't even know if we're going to be able to record till nine o'clock last night uh he we we pushed him back to the 19th Uh, i do believe our next guest is one mr kurt amaker is that not correct i believe it is Uh, i thought he i thought jack was going to be on the 17th yeah yeah he is why what what day did i say okay 19th oh i'm sorry yeah no no no, 17th you're right you're right okay yep 17th uh then we have um yeah, we have on the third. We have Kurt Amaker. Of course, um, it, it, it'll be a week from the third. But yeah, right. the third we. So I guess that it would be you on the tenth. Kurt Amaker show. show. Uh, then we got a, a really uh, another amazing band coming on. Uh, Purvis. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be coming on, and the twenty fourth uh, band definitely to check out the Voodoo Prophets. They're really good. And that's that's your uh, like you, you're you're fans of them, right? You're you're a fan. Yeah, of them. they're 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 a great band. Really are. So uh, and then eventually I won't be there, but uh, our old buddy Mart Flanagan will be back, and that is Mart, despite Mart, uh, <laughs> despite what what Rum believes. But uh, but uh, hope hope y'all will check it out. And uh, Wayne should be back next week. Uh, thank thank you for joining us. I have been your co-host, uh, Buck Lightning, Man of Steel, President, uh, all around savior and awesome dude. And I'm Rum Guy, and we will see you next time, uh, or at least hear from you, hopefully. Leave us a comment, uh, and uh, definitely check out the website. Metal! Metal! Check us out on Core of Destruction Radio, that's for sure. Alright, folks. Thank you, and good night. Good night. Everybody be cool, it's the rubbery! You fucking bitch, move! And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you! Jesus, hey, fuck. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be watching you. Adieu, adieu, parting is such sweet sorrow. Get the fuck out!